It is Tuesday evening, everybody. You know what time it is. It is time for Sideline Sports. I am Jake. We are joined by my two co-hosts, as per usual, J.B. Ellis and John Sheeran. This week, we got a little something special this week. We got uh, a part of a new, a newer member, if you will, uh, of the network, Troy Gary, uh, a part of what is now formally known the Gary and Stein Sports Show. It is now the Gary and Stein and Stevens Show. Uh, Troy, you want to tell us a little bit about that real quick? Yeah, uh, Dave Stevens, a uh, longtime ESPN employee, reached out to us and uh, wanted to join our show. And, of course, you know, I'm not going to say no to a seven-time Emmy winner. So, <laughs> uh, yeah, so that's uh, exciting. We just uh, made that announcement today. So everything's uh, switched over. Yeah, no, it's uh, you know, it's exciting. And, you know, just real quick, because, you know what, Troy, you and Will have been absolutely crushing it. So I got to give you guys the props. I know for all the people that are watching at home or watching on replay later, um, you know, we talked about it last week, but Troy and Will had some incredible breaking news last week. I mean, you guys are just absolutely killing it. Adding Dave Stevens, as you said, seven-time Emmy winner. So, hey, we're, we're lucky to have you guys on the network. We love having you guys. And uh, anybody that's listening at home or watching at home, you're in for a good show because we're going to have Troy the whole show today. He said he'll join us for the whole time. So, you get an extra voice, and you get a, a little bit of a taste of what the, what his show is going to be like because you get to hear Troy and his opinions and you know what he's like. So uh, very much looking forward to this. So, uh, gentlemen, do you guys have anything before we get into this? Just want to say I heard that John was upset about the breaking news. That's why he broke the Dave Stevens news, <laughs> Troy. So you know he was a little, a little he was a little, a little in house jealousy. No, it was just bad communication on our part, but you know. Definitely glad it all worked out. We're, we're excited to have you guys on the network and definitely excited to have Dave with us as well. You know, Absolutely. great guys. You know, another great addition to a, a lot of great men and women that are already working with us. So yeah, definitely proud absolutely. to have you guys. So thank you. John, anything real quick? Or are we good to go? No, let's go. So let's get into this. All right. Uh, well, we're off and running tonight, guys. Oh, absolutely. I like it. JB, I'm in charge. You're on a tight ship here. Don't you know this? Wow. And we're, we're getting Jake acclimated. <laughs> Exactly. Yeah, we got uh, we got a guy helping us on the background. So yes, that's what JB is talking about. Yes. Um, all right. So let's start it off with uh, let's talk a little hockey, guys. Because last week I was very clear with what I said about the Avalanche versus the Lightning, and I want to start this off by first saying congratulations and thank you to the Colorado Avalanche because I think we can all agree everybody wanted this. Nobody wanted to watch the Lightning win again, unless you're Eric. But Eric's not here. So it doesn't matter. Eric is Yo, not by part the way, of this happy birthday, right Eric. Yes. And I yes. was just gonna get to that. So Eric, my man, happy birthday. Um happy birthday, yeah. but let, let me talk bad about your team. I like it. I see how we're <laughs> exactly. rolling tonight. This is we're stealing other shows news, we're destroying <laughs> people's birthdays. Guys, uh, come on. This is not good. This is we're my birthday present this. to Eric. <laughs> my birthday present to him is to say, Your team lost. I'm gonna make you feel bad about it now. That's what's gonna <laughs> happen here. No, I mean, uh, it was a great series. I really I, – I was very vocal that I wanted another game. I would I would have loved a game seven. I mean, as sports fans, we all can agree probably. Game seven in any sport is one of the greatest, greatest, you know, things you can hear. Some of the best two words 
And especially when it's in any finals of any sport, that's just that it doesn't get much better than that. But um, real quick, and, and then I'll throw it to you guys to get your thoughts. Last week, I said to some, I said to you guys specifically, very something very important to me, and I was right. And this is not about me gloating, but it's just you know I I, I made a point, and I wanted to you know to to explain now that it's happened, it's transpired what I was saying. I said game four, I needed to see something from the Avalanche. And the Avalanche showed me what I needed to see. Not only did they win on the road in game four, but more importantly, if you watched game four, right, they got back to their game. They got to play their game on the road. Their style of play was able to show up on the road. And that's what I was getting at last week when I was talking about it. Um, And the Lightning can only do so much. And they showed that again in game six on the road, uh, you know, with their backs up against the wall, if you will, you know, because they're on the road. Even though they're leading, there's a lot of pressure on the road you got to try and close this out, right? You had one opportunity to close it out. You didn't. you got to try and alleviate that pressure. you got to close it out. You can't let this go seven with the defending champs. And, again, they played their game. They played their brand of hockey. They just forced the Lightning to play the way the Avalanche wanted to play. And that's what I was saying with game four. I saw that in games four. I saw it in game five. I even saw it in, I definitely saw it in game six. They played their brand of hockey. And even though they lost game five, you know, the Lightning were good. But the Avalanche, despite losing Game Five, they owned the series. If you ask me, they were the better team. They were fresher, faster. Uh, you know, they were just they were they were the better team by when a it lot comes of standards. Down to it, you know, the the Avalanche did exactly what they had to do. You know, they showed up in all the games that they needed to show up in. You know, we spoke about they needed to show up in Game Four and have a good yep. game, not not get trounced, and you know, they ended up winning that game, which was huge. You know, and it, they didn't need to win the game necessarily. They just had to show up. And right. in the playoffs, you know, it's not so much about getting out to big leads and showing up. It's about simplifying everything and taking it one game at a time and playing your best game that day. And, you know, they were able to do it. And on the other end of the spectrum for the Lightning, it's hard to, to get to the finals year after year after year and, you know, play all those extra games, all those extra minutes, yeah. especially in a sport like hockey that's so physical. Absolutely. So you got to give them a lot of credit for getting there. It's not losing it, although it's tough for them to be there three years in a row and win two out of the three. Oh, absolutely. No, no disrespect to them. So, Eric, remember, it was great to come in second. You're better than the Canes, you know. Wait, great so. to come in second? <laughs> What, what did vote? anybody ever say that? <laughs> I wouldn't say it's great to come in second. I think it's they good lost. to say they were really. But when you won, when you won the, the last same two places, every single NHL team when, that's when you not the named the Colorado two, Avalanche. When you won the last two, you could come in second this year because you'll be back next year. Lost. You lost. You You're a loser, Tampa Bay. You are losers. You lost the Stanley Cup. You have as many championships this season as every team in the NHL does except the Colorado Avalanche. Wow. None! Including you have nothing! Team. You have nothing to show for it. You lost. Bye-bye. Go home. You wow. losers. You hey, suck. Get out of here. Hold on. I'd just like to point out you thought I was harsh. This is harsh. This is mean. I when was nice with what I said. It's Judge. When, when has he gotten soft where he's like, wow, second he's place, congratulations, soft his here's a participation trophy. It's the old because, days catching up. Because you're not going to win every year, John. They won two out of the last three. So, you know what? If I won two out of three, if I got to lose one, I'm okay with that. They're going to yeah. be back next year. 
You know, your canes ain't going nowhere. They're over. Oh. They're done. The lightning are done. This is Listen, the end. Who got who got further? The canes. Luke. The canes and the lightning. They both Kane. won the same amount of championships this year. That's that's what I take from it. Wow. What a horrible the Rangers Canes. Hold on. Sir, what commercial did you see that I was in? Because even I didn't know I was in a commercial. I don't know when this happened. Jake's moonlighting and doing commercials. This oh, I got to yeah. hear. Apparently. I'm moonlighting, but I don't even know it. Brought to you by Domino's. There you go. Uh, Troy, wow. who was your team in hockey? I didn't ask you. Or you yeah, I had guy. Colorado in six, and my there biggest concern was uh, going into the uh, Stanley Cup finals was how Kemper was going to perform, yep. and he – he did well uh, enough. I mean, a lot better than uh, uh, and was his. Uh, Andre Vasilevsky. I can't remember the. Yeah, Vasilevsky, and and that was kind of shocking to me. Even though I thought Colorado had the better team, um, I just thought Kemper would have been their uh, their Achilles' heel. And um, he, like I said, besides that game three, I think uh, you know he played pretty well. So yeah, yeah, I, I think the way you put it is exactly how I would describe it. You didn't say he played well. He didn't say he was great. You didn't even say he was good. He said he played well enough. And it's funny that you said that because I think that's kind of the thing that we all agreed upon is the Avalanche are going to have to score, but Kemper just can't play bad enough to, you know, to the point where they can't overcome what the Lightning are putting on them. And I'd go so far as to say Kemper was solid. I wouldn't call him good. wouldn't call him great. I'd call him a little better than well enough. But, you know, to, to, to your point, he he was he did what he needed to do, and that's the thing. Were they you know a special team? No, I don't. I rather, me, was he a special goalie? No, but was this team great? Yes, they played really great defense. Offensively, they were incredible, and Kemper just did enough. He didn't let up seven goals on an average night. On an average night in the Stanley Cup final, he was actually only letting up I think two or three goals at most. That was it, really. He was pretty pretty good about it um so yeah i was a little surprised i i uh you know i didn't think i i you know i, I thought vasilevsky would be the better goalie that that's what it comes down to for me i didn't see this coming but again i'm not i'm in no way complaining i could not be happier uh jordan long one of the people of our network one of the you know one of the great people in this network uh you know if he's watching at home right now Congratulations, sir. I know you're a big Avalanche fan, and I know I don't think he's, I don't think he's recovered yet. I, he might not be. It's very possible <laughs> he's not. I wouldn't be surprised. It was look. It was a great series, and I'm 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 not complaining. I'm very happy about it. But uh, like I said, I, I would have liked if I could get one more game. I would have been really happy. I, I think ev and every single thing that I said would happen in this series, and JB agreed with me last week. Every single thing that happened in this series, I said, I said this would happen. I said they're going to do exactly what the Golden State Warriors would do: go on the road, Game Six, win the series, and be champions. I said Colorado's the better team in every single way, except goaltending. And all that had to happen, all that had had to happen was the goaltending had to hold up in some right. yeah. fashion. Uh, like Kemper wasn't going to be better than Vasilevsky. But no. he had to be just good enough you know because in some games, the starting he really was. cast for Colorado is that much better than the starting cast for the Tampa Bay Lightning, and so the goaltending just had to be. I think, you know what I mean? Like it, I it think didn't two have to years be ago, I think two years ago the oh, Lightning yeah. won the series oh, easily, absolutely, easily, absolutely. You know, 
but in five. This but, is two years later. That's the thing. But you, that's the great thing about sports. Teams change every year, you know, and yeah. the little differences go from winning the cup to losing at six. Yeah. Also, you know, the Lightning aren't facing, you know, a decent team. Like, they're not facing a mediocre team. They're facing a team that's actually on their level, and they lost in six. I mean, go figure. They actually face a team that, that can that's compete good. with them, and they lose. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, just two quick last things. Um, first of all, Jamie, you, you talked about feeling bad for somebody. I don't feel bad for the Lightning as a whole. I feel bad for one person. I feel bad for Corey Perry. I know he already has a Stanley Cup with the Ducks many years ago. But poor guy has lost three cups in a row on three different teams, and he can't catch a break. He first plays the Lightning against – uh, he's excuse me, on the Stars playing against the Lightning. Loses that. Or excuse me. Yeah, playing on the Stars loses the Lightning. Then the next year, he plays for Montreal, loses to the Lightning again. So then he figures, ah, well, if you can't beat him, join him, right? So he joins the Lightning, and he loses again. This poor guy can't catch a break. Again, he's got a Stanley Cup, so it's not like he's one of those guys that's looking for his first. He already has one, which I get. But that's got to suck if, to lose three have, in a row. If he didn't have a cup, it'd be a heartbreaking story. Right. You know, it, it sucks to lose in any fashion of losing. Losing's a horrible feeling. But he has one and that's a pretty great accomplishment. It's it's just you know, it's it's a wild story to think like it's not man, like, not like he Jim loses Kelly. twice to the lightning and then joins them and I'll, then proceeds I mean, to lose with them. I'll it's boo more Kevin Durant, thing. you lose the team that you can't no, you it, can't beat a team and then it's you try more to wild, them. more Ooh, wild Kevin that he's Durant. been on three different teams to lose in the same. Right, that's what I'm row. saying. You know, like it's not like Jim Kelly and the Bills that lost four in a row. You know, which was insane in the first place. That's bad. But he's he's jumped around. It's the loss, which is wild. Yeah, that's just insane. Yeah, and then the other thing is, you know, we talk about why the Avalanche won this series. There was one last thing that I meant to mention before that nobody has talked about yet, and I understand why not because it's not the biggest thing. It's it's one simple thing though. Uh, you know, for me. Tampa was exhausted, and the Avalanche weren't. And it's not – forget that Tampa has won two cups in a row. Forget how long their seasons have been the last two years. They played a lot more games than the Avalanche this year in the playoffs. The Avs only had, excluding the Stanley Cup final, one series go past four games. The Lightning had multiple series where it went more than four games. So, you know, the I first – I buy into that theory. No, but I, – I, I never did. It absolutely makes a difference because think about it. You play seven games, then you play four, so you get a, you get one sweep. It's then not you play like the regular more. season where you you're play it, you play it back to back, and there's you yeah, know, but you're playing seventeen games in I don't know how many days, and then the abs are just like sweep, 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 sweep. They basically just you know they they sweep, they sweep two teams and one series. I believe went it was five or six games. I can't remember. I think it was against Nashville. I have to look it up. Yeah, I'm not buying um, that theory. You're a professional athlete. There's no excuse for that. I don't want to hear that one. I, I, mean, I'll, I defer to the other two to hear their thoughts because playing that many games, it's going to tax you eventually. It's going to catch up, I think. I mean, we just heard from JB about uh, about when wow, you came in second place, he tried to give him a participation trophy. Now he doesn't buy into people can get tired. <laughs> exactly. Get out of here with this guy. You're out of order. <laughs> Every it's been other a while, day, you're out of order. If you play every day, it's okay. If you play it every other day, though, no, you can't complain. You're tired. It, you know, it's a sick. If you want to, 
anyone ever wants to say they're tired, the Rangers and Penguins after that three overtime game. They were. They, no, they, they can't could, be tired because they're, they're professional they're athletes. Nope. They could say they're tired the next game. For one game, but then it's over. If you're not playing, no, 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 no. I'm not, I'm not accepting of that. And, and real quick, one last thing, Troy. I know you're, I guess uh, we'll put you as a guest technically. You're not really. Anytime you want to jump in and say something, just jump right in and say whatever it is. I don't want you to feel like, you know, you just got to sit there and listen to the three of us because I got to be honest. I love the three of us. I, you know, like I love when we get together and we talk and we do the show, but nobody cares what we have to say. I, when there's a guest on, we want to hear what you have to say. So feel free to jump in with anything at any point. Uh, you know, I just, I wanted to say something. I don't want you to feel like you got to just sit back and, and listen to the three of us because we get kind of boring. I know. And, and if you cut off John, you get bonus points. So. Oh, I agree. Yeah, I, I, I agree. Bored of anything I say, so I'm just saying. You can that. honestly just, you can just go like this and just mute John. We won't be upset. Like we do it all the time. <laughs> I still keep talking either way. <laughs> He'll keep like watch. He'll start talking and then I'll just mute him and he'll just talk like while he's sitting there. It doesn't matter. It, it doesn't matter. He doesn't care. Um, all right, gentlemen, where do we want to go next? I know we got a couple of things we want to get covered today, so I'll leave it to you guys. You we to go. Keep it going. Roll right, the wheel. All right, JB. I know you want to talk about this a lot as a, as the resident basketball guy. Uh, we got to talk about Kyrie Irving because Kyrie Irving continues to be, in my opinion, one of the most selfish man children I've ever seen. He is the equivalent to a giant baby, and I'm so sick of it. It is becoming unbearable and ridiculous. Now, JV, as I said, you are a resident basketball guy. I will turn it to you, sir, to explain this in any reasonable way you can try because this whole All situation right. to me, baloney. JB is a Knicks. JB's a Nets fan with a Knicks shirt on. Tell me how that makes sense. Please go on, JB. Though that makes sense, please. And real quick, so, actually, JB, let yes. me just preface this by saying, Kyrie Irving is out of order for everything that he's done because I all know, I know, I know for a fact, we all agree, the antics that Kyrie Irving pulled, just ridiculous. So I just wanted to say that we so haven't done that in a I'm while. Gonna, I'm going to start this out by saying anyone that hasn't done so and i hate telling people to go somewhere else to listen to stuff because we have stuff so many shows on go pull up jj reddick's podcast where he had Kyrie irving on probably one of the best podcasts i ever heard i really didn't know much about Kyrie as a person but he's actually really intelligent smart guy he's out there with his theories and he's he's oh, crazy with his flat I, thing? I hate listening to jj reddick well I it, it's a shock that we disagree not, shock, yeah. john doesn't like I'm just John, I'm gonna go out on like and say I think he's stupid. John, you saying wow. something you don't me. like something is wow. like saying the sun's gonna come up the next day. Yeah, no duh, we know. So, I know. I'm I'm just saying same thing with J- Draymond Green. I'm tired of hearing him talk. I mean, this guy so anyway, runs his anyway, all day long. Anyway, hang on one second, John. I haven't done this in a couple of weeks, John. Anyway. <laughs> take take a listen to it. It's only about an hour. Um, you know, you, you hear how Kyrie likes to think. He's out there. He's in another stratosphere. He's a flat earth. And, you know, then you come into this season. He doesn't want to get vaccinated. Whatever. Do what you want to do. It's your choice. You know, you just got to deal with the consequences. But basically between him and, you know, Cheeseburger, who then they traded for no show, you know, it was kind of hard to to even make the playoffs. And they they got to the play-in game. You know, 
So, so hold on. Let me get this straight. All so, right, here we go again. Participation trophy. G- so, so James G- Harden's G- new nickname is and no show is Ben Simmons. Jake, you're pretty good. I don't know how you figure that out. <laughs> <laughs> I love these nicknames. These are great. I don't know how you come up with these. So you got well, Glass Joe for Anthony Davis, <laughs> Cheeseburger, and now you got uh, No Show. I like this. This is, this is a good I mean, set of nicknames, sir. You know, and the great thing about Ben Simmons is he's between, you know, he played in Philly and New York. So, you know, for the mob, they have a lot of No Show jobs. You ever watch the Sopranos? They get like, the, they talk about the No Show jobs. Ben Simmons leads the league for No Show jobs. They've been Tony Soprano be like best friends. But anyway, so, you know, you have the whole thing with Kyrie with the no vaccination and whatever. He misses half the games. And they have a horrible season. You know, and then there's all this talk about, you know, the Nets handling things horribly. Durant's upset with them. They're going to try and trade Kyrie. He's not going to resign. They're going to do can a we, side and trade. Can we make I, I'm Durant like, cry, baby? Can we make my, my head is spinning. Durant hasn't done anything to even talk. You know, he may be one of the best players in the league, but he picks his teammates. I was going to say, you know what? Durant is legacy LeBron will James be for me. Durant will be tainted forever, in my opinion, for one reason. He won a championship because of Steph Curry and the guys around him. He didn't win it on his own. And I say that because when he had some of the best talent you can have on a single team, you know, a, a three-headed monster between him, Westbrook, and Harden when they were in OKC. He couldn't win. What that says well, to Harder, me, Harder wasn't the same player. But it doesn't. That, but even if he's but, half of what he but, was. But either way, what, right. what kills me for him, Golden State won without him now. So yeah, whatever. Exactly. But, so that that to me is more of a, a show yeah. of what he is. But you know, he's complaining about management. Meanwhile, he's got Cheeseburger that doesn't really want to play. <laughs> they can't get along. They trade him for no show. Who all of a sudden's got a back injury. Oh, you mean a you, know, you mean a hurt ego? It's a hurt ego. Let's be honest. Listen, you know the Nets. This is the second time they tried this. They tried this back in the Kevin Garnett days to yes. make these oh, huge moves. I forgot about that. Huge moves. Like you're sitting as a as a guy following the Nets. You're saying, "Wow, they're going to win championship after championship." They do nothing. Same thing happened now. You know, Cheeseburger's gone. You know, no shows here. Maybe next year, no show will show up a couple of times. He'll we show got up for three games. They go and they side Kyrie, and you know there's still I still heard some talk tonight about maybe him going to the Lakers. Listen, he's out there. He's a cancer. He was a cancer before they signed him. He was a cancer after they signed him. He doesn't play defense anyway. You know I don't know. I don't get it. But that's me. He's out there, yeah. John. What What do you think? Because I know you're a huge Kyrie fan. I saw you in his in his Nikes last week. <laughs> Basically, I mean, we just saw Philly Jim say KD hasn't proven any, anything. Someone drug, drug tests this man. What they're saying is KD hasn't won anything without Golden State. Before that, he had all the talent in the world on his team, couldn't win. Got to one championship, lost to my heat. Went to the, he handpicked this team with the Nets. He got what he wanted, and he still hasn't even sniffed a championship. So I completely agree with JB on that. I mean, championships don't necessarily determine what a player is or isn't. But at the same time, what Kevin Durant has had on his team, and he's accomplished nothing without having to run to the Golden State Warriors, completely agree with uh, with JB on that. I, I can't disagree. Philly Jim, you're completely wrong. Just like A.J. Brown's overrated, so you just keep running <laughs> your lips, but you're wrong so this time, you're wrong that there's, time. There's blah, the blah, new blah, ad blah, for the show. Here. 
I agree. I agree with JB. I agree with JB. It's a one time. You know, I don't that's agree the new that man for the show. Trophy yeah, things, but it's a one time. I agree with him. So yeah, no, I, I look. I have to agree with JB as well. And and also, I'm just gonna say when Kevin. I do want to say when Kevin Durant had Westbrook and Harden. I mean, nobody's ever won with Westbrook or Harden. So I mean, I will say yeah. that because those guys aren't winners, but still but, had a lot of. But talent still, there, when you have that much talent, right? And that's why I would agree with JB. Yes, they haven't won on their own. But again, when you have that much talent on one squad, you should be winning a championship at least once, if not multiple times. Um, and to to his you know, to JB's point, uh, you know, I, I get I get the questioning of KD hasn't proven anything. You know, what's up with that? What I think the point ultimately uh, is being made is that what kind of John said, what JB was trying to say, and John kind of helped to reiterate is that <laughs> KD has won a championship but it was with other talent. And what I mean by that, it wasn't, he didn't, he wasn't the guy. He was maybe the one a with, with Steph at that point. Well, Steph deferred to him. Steph let him have the, right. And that's why I call him the one. That's why I'm saying the one a, or maybe, you know, and I'm saying that because I put them kind of tied because of what you just said. Steph was deferring to him. But Steph was helping make the plays to KD. Not many, so not he many was doing a lot of work. Athletes would, be, would be willing to give up control of their own winners. team that they that was right. their winners team. do that. Winners yeah. do whatever it takes to win. Exactly. KD picked head cases to try and win. I right. look at, at this comment. Come on, who would have thought Kyrie was going to act like that? Do we not remember Kyrie in Boston and, or Cleveland? I, I was going to say in Cleveland. Come on, I mean, do you not remember how and, it was with LeBron? Kyrie and, waited and, an and cheeseburger. Kyrie waited an entire year because Kevin Durant was hurt. He wasted an entire year of his career waiting for Kevin Durant. Let's not forget right. that. Cheeseburger was too busy going to strip clubs and trying to date another Kardashian to, right. to play and, basketball. And wearing fat To suits. this point, that's what we were saying, that Steph was deferring to KD. I think a lot – yes, the offense was centered around him, but you know, I, I'll give a good example of a current player that is – you know, if he's if his career continues the way it is, he will be one of the greatest basketball players probably of all time. Again, and that's if his career continues the way it is. It's way too soon to tell. But Giannis is one of the greatest players in the sport right now. And I think if Giannis plays the way he does now for his full career, he could be up there. I'm just and, and again, we'll see. It's there's you know, he's probably got at least, I would say, eight or nine years, if not more, left in him to play. So Can that's I give only- you a hot take? So give you no. take. Hold on. No. So that's a lot of time. So that's a lot of time for that to change. But the point I want to make is this, and he's a great example. What did Giannis win with? Who was his sidekick? Think about it. Who was his John sidekick? Shear. Chris John Middleton. Shear. That was his sidekick. sidekick. I mean, and I, and I say that because <laughs> he is a great example of a player that just they won. They were just they were so great. They elevated his, his his team that he was on to win a championship. KD, while a great player, needed so much talent, it seems, to win a championship, despite having so much great talent at other times. And that's what I'm getting at. On every stop of his career. Exactly. Listen, exactly. listen, I can't stand LeBron. What he brought to the finals, he may be, you know, there's no yeah. argument. He's in the top two players of all time. He's not number oh, one because Jordan – Jordan is definitely number one in my opinion, but LeBron brought, you know, it's close, a garbage yeah. pail 
to the to the finals. He sure did. So, he brought what Kevin Love, a washed up Kevin Love, and that was that was his number two with the team. That was after Kyrie left. Yeah. I just want to throw out this hot take. Giannis oh, and Patrick trouble. Mahomes both have one championship. Both are going to end their careers with the same amount that they have right now. Neither's ever going to win another championship. Let that sink in. By the way, just, speaking of I just speaking of Kansas up, City. I just wanted to put this up for everybody because we're not responsible for what John thinks. Speaking of Kansas <laughs> I, I, City, I don't get him. there's a man right over here that – Lives and dies Kansas City. Troy Absolutely. Geary, talk to us a little bit about this, and then uh, also talk to us a little bit about Big Slick because. That's yes, I was just. I wanted you to mention that because that was a huge event, and it was for a great cause. So tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, Big Slick is a uh, charity every year, uh, every June, uh, for a children's hospital in Kansas City. It benefits their pediatric uh, cancer ward. Uh, helps money goes to uh, research and. Um, Helps families uh, be able to miss work and not have to worry about bills while their kids are going through treatment so they can be at the hospital with them. So um, every year I go to it, I've been going, it's been going on for 13 years now. I've been to 12. Um, when I used to live there before I moved up to Minnesota, um, I was involved every year, but I always come back uh, and uh, it's run by uh, uh, the celebrities, the five main celebrities that come every year. Uh, Paul Rudd, Jason Sudeikis, Rob Riggle, Eric Stone Street, and Dave Keckner, And then they bring uh, 30 to 40 other celebrities in, uh, visit the hospital, raise money for uh, that through a party and auction. And then they had a softball game before a Royals game Friday night. So uh, I just spent three days there. Um, and they made, in three days, they raised over $3.5 million wow. uh, for the hospital. So. That was fun That's to be awesome. a part of. Uh, like I said, I look forward to that every year, and um, yeah, it was a good weekend. That's awesome. That was awesome. That's awesome. All right, That's so I want to get your thoughts on this whole situation that we've been talking about. I, I got to hear this. I mean, I know, I know you have to be thinking something over there. You got to, yeah. Gotta I mean, I know when when JB <laughs> said the Kyrie to the Lakers, I thought LeBron and him didn't get along in Cleveland, and then uh-huh. Kyrie oh, said no. those comments to yeah. him about that. So I wouldn't be. I would not. They, I would cross the Lakers off the list just because of that. Uh, they didn't get along in Cleveland. Kyrie made some pretty harsh comments about LeBron. Um, so uh, Kyrie kind of reminds me of Jimmy Butler, you know, when he was running his mouth a couple years ago. Uh, you know, he just thinks he's better than everybody, and he, the team's about him. Uh, he's, of course, calmed down a little bit since he's been in Miami. But, um, you know, basically to ask for a trade, pull out, you know, these teams and then say, ah, never mind. I'll just take the option, you know, and then, you know, I would still trade them if I were the Nets. I mean, but who, who's going to put up with that? I mean, I don't know. From, yeah, from I, I agree I, with you. That's, that's, sorry, John, that's the question. Who wants to put up with them? That's, that's it. It's just, who would want to put up with them at this point? It's a, it's a very good question. And honestly, I don't think anybody would want to, because I don't, I wouldn't want also, to. I'm a Knicks I, fan. We stink. I don't want them to join. I had also heard that uh, Kyrie apparently would hold his own practices while Steve Nash held his own practices. Hold on. Real quick. Hold. All right, never mind, never mind. Because Mr. Tatum left. I, I, I saw, invited him I was, to fight JB. I was very confused. I saw JB in the teeth. I saw James Tatum. Comment, but he left. Uh, James Tatum, who was 
one of the hosts on our network and on our channel that posts great content, the LinkedIn podcast. Uh, shout out to him for that, for, which is an Eagles podcast, as well as the Gauntlet, which is kind of like us, just a you know another all around sports conversational uh, podcast. Saturdays um, at seven o'clock. Yeah, and, and, and great content. I saw him come on. I was so excited to hear what he had to say, but he just left. So I don't know. Maybe he uh, didn't want to catch the heat. I don't know. I guess he's too scared. So, so right, continue. So Sorry. Kyrie apparently would hold his own practices on the side while Steve Nash held the team practices, which is incredibly disrespectful to, to Steve Nash, to any coach to do that to your coach. That's incredibly disrespectful. I, I've never heard of a player doing that to a head coach while they're trying to conduct a team practice. You're just like, yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to go start my own. Like, what kind of player Listen, does that? That's incredible. You know, I'll tell you what kind of player does it. Steve, player Steve that Nash didn't know anything about playing point guard in the NBA, though. So, I mean, <laughs> that may be why. You know, it He's wasn't only the, one of the greatest ever. You know, it wasn't Patrick Ewing that was his head coach. You know, it was Steve Nash, who was a great point guard. Don't pay attention to him. No. Regardless of who your head coach is. Oh, I agree, that, John. That, it, it was just, it's that. just that's the irony of it. It's yeah. so unbelievable. You know. I, I don't get it, so. Oh, 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 hold on. All right, bring him on. All right, bring him on. So let me, let me, uh, let me change My this man. a little bit. I want, to do, uh, I want to do something different. So first of all, hello, sir. Look at hello, gentlemen. Angry. I love it. I love so, it. I feel the anger. No, yeah, I'm just wondering why. I'm hold just on. wondering why John Shear is always acting tough on the internet, but when he's face-to-face, <laughs> he doesn't want the smoke. Look, I'm the same oh. person now. Then and forever, wow. the same exact person. You're not the same. Look person. at AJ wow. Brown's stats. This guy's a little bit overrated. <laughs> oh, I didn't know that this guy's wow. done absolutely. He got over a thousand yards. First of all, I don't know why the why does the Philadelphia Eagles live rent free in your head when you're a Dolphins fan from Gettysburg, Pennsylvania? Look, you should be worried about why the Buffalo Bills own your division. I deal instead with of worrying about what the Eagles are doing. I deal with Eric Wilson every single day, so I have to take on the Philadelphia Eagles. I mean, it's just part of it's just part of the business. AJ Brown and Devontae Smith are going to be one of the best receivers. Oh, I think Devontae Smith's going to be really good, but I think AJ Brown is a little bit overrated. How is he overrated? He's a top ten receiver. He's been over a thousand yards twice. He got hurt last year. He's getting a thousand yards in an offense that's predicated on Derrick Henry getting the majority of the load. I so, I mean, what do you want him to do? Put up 1,600 no, yards when Derrick Henry's yes. getting 30 carries? It's exactly not going to happen. John, John exactly I got to agree with James, and I don't like agreeing with him because he's an Eagles fan, and this makes me hurt on the inside, but he's not wrong. First I'm of all, facts. I believe his quarterback is an upgrade. It's not a big upgrade, but it's a minor upgrade for one reason. He went from Brian Tannehill, who tried to be mobile, but really isn't very mobile, to Jalen Hurts, who isn't the most mobile quarterback, but he is mobile. The what guy can move. Not- and he'll make How is he not mobile? Out. He rushed for 700 yards mobile? last year and 10 rushing touchdowns. Jake, what are you Ryan saying? Tannehill? Compared Ryan to Jalen Hurts. You said Jalen Hurts was not mo- I thought you said no, Jalen no, Hurts was no. not mobile. No, no, I said Ryan Tannehill. This guy. No, no, no. Tannehill. Well, the other thing not- about that is Ryan Tannehill is who he is. Right. Jalen Hurts is – the jury is out on him. He's only yeah. – you know, right. last was, season was his first season as a starting yes. quarterback. That's that's what he I was He played going four to games his rookie is, season. So, what I'm saying is Hurts can actually ascend and get better, and the, no, the book's I, not really look, closed on him. Look, At this point in time, we pretty much know who Ryan Tannehill is. Right, and that's the problem, and I hate to agree, but I do. Jalen Hurts is more mobile, and he can make more plays on the run, which is really big. And second of all, you're right, we don't know. But more importantly for the entire offense, if Devonta Smith – 
is wide receiver one, right? On any given day, like uh, that, that, and and I say you know corner one is covering him. That's what I mean by that. It doesn't matter what the depth chart says. Corner one covers him, right? Then you got AJ Brown, who's going to be cor- corner two. You're, you're you're setting yourself up for failure. And if it's the other way around, it still helps Devonta Smith. It doesn't matter. That's and don't forget we second still have ball, Dallas Goddard, who's one of the best tight ends say, in the league. But second of all. And this is a little eagle slander, but also I know you're going to agree with me. I know you will not argue with me about this. The Eagles are one of the worst rushing teams because they don't rush. They could be a great rushing team, but they choose not to rush the ball. And we were the number one team in rushing yards last season. Well, that's you can't go. You that's, can't say that because of Jalen Hurts who got most of your yeah, rushing. That's that, that's look at our rushing numbers. attempts. We were one of the most rushing teams in the league. You're the whole, like, the first half of the season, the we're not running the ball, but the whole second half, nobody could stop a running game. I'm assuming he's talking about the games where Miles Sanders had like two carries. I'm assuming yeah, that was the beginning season. part of the season. Okay. Now, I'm assuming that's what Jake is referring to. Because Miles Sanders is – no, but I'm talking about – That's a different general, argument. Miles bro. Sanders does not get a lot of rushing attempts overall. No, he doesn't. When you average it out, and that's my point. They don't that's trust what I'm getting at. And But that was what I was getting at. You get a lot of rushing oh. attempts from your quarterback, which helps those stats. But I'm saying just the way your team is set up, it's not a running team first. You're more of a pass-first offense. That's your general play style. And that's what I'm saying is good for A.J. Brown because, as you alluded to, the Titans were very much run-heavy, very much run-first always, I mean, Completely as they should be, yeah. as they should be. But the Eagles oh, won't yeah. be, which is going to really help. So, John, I'm going to have to disagree with you on all accounts because I think A.J. Brown is not only a great receiver, but he's also going to have one of his best seasons, if not his best season this year, he's, just because the offense is going to be built in a way that's conducive for his style of play, which is what he needs. That's what everybody needs. Yep. I just don't get how up. you can say that A.J. Brown's an overrated receiver when, like, it, who do you know that's saying, you know, A.J. Brown's the best receiver in the league? No one's saying that. Well, he he's a really good receiver. Ten. And when you, go from, when you go from Devontae Smith – and Jalen Rager as your number one and number two wide receivers to having Devontae Smith and A.J. Brown, that's quite a big difference. So it's oh, I didn't make say it was a bad trade. Never said it was a bad trade. I just said I think he's a little bit overrated. We should cut this a little John bit backing, of the hype on backing him. Down I'm backing, backing down now without backing down. I'm explaining. This, this is John saying I can't what get ma- what makes AJ Brown. What makes A.J. Brown overrated, John? That's what I want to know. I think if you look at his stats, putting him top ten is a little bit – uh. But what stats? Okay, like I said, Derrick Henry's getting 30 rushing attempts a game. He's the main feature of the offense. What do you want him to do? Get 1,700 yards a season? That's not going to happen. Yes, that's exactly impossible. what I want. Son, you're asking for impossible. That doesn't make any sense. If he's top 10, then the statistics will prove it. That's oh, false. This is, John, that, that oh, argument was being that doesn't make any sense. The whole, the whole Dalvin LA Cook is in thing. Minnesota, right? Troy, yeah. you know about Minnesota, Dalvin Cook right? is not anywhere yeah. close to as good as Derrick Henry. Stop. Yeah. Stop Dalvin the nonsense. Cook is an all-pro running back, but yet – uh, Hold on, I want to hear what Troy Justin has to Jefferson? say. Oh, John, John, John. All I know is – Let's hear what Troy has to say. better at training for uh, wide receivers and drafting him since he passed up on Justin Jefferson for Rager. Um, you know, that was probably one of the worst uh, decisions in his career um, so far, so – uh, this, I mean, AJ Brown, good player. I think, uh, like I said, better than him drafting him because he can't be doing that. Uh, Devontae Smith, you know, I he hasn't really done much. Uh, I mean, I know he was hurt a couple times a couple years ago, but uh, uh, I think this is be his second year in the league. Back. He hasn't been in the league for a couple yeah. years. He's been in the league one. 
Okay, well, it's rookie last year. year so, and yeah, he also I mean, was not hurt last year, by the way. He got hurt. Um, pretty he sure he was. Injury, but... okay. No, he wasn't. Uh, but okay. Yeah. Anyways, uh, Rager. Yeah. I mean, like I said, they 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 took him over Jeff, Justin Jefferson. So yeah, that's uh, yeah. I I don't know. The jury's still out on Rager. Maybe he'll turn into a pretty good player, but uh, yeah, the first year wasn't the greatest. And like I said, Dalvin Cook and Justin Jefferson. Justin Jefferson has the most yards out of anybody through two seasons of their careers ever, two all-pro years. Nobody's ever had that many yards in the first two years of their career. But yet he has Dalvin Cook there. Oh, and Adam Thielen is also on the other side. So that guy takes away a lot of stats. But yet we don't want you to have just 1,000 yards. We want you to have like 16, 1,700 yards. Which That's Justin two Jefferson completely does. different teams. Two completely different teams. Two completely different offenses. And Dalvin Cook is not even close to on the same level as Derrick Henry. In fact, no one except maybe Jonathan Taylor is in the same conversation with him. Two completely different offenses. So, not really the best argument, John. Hang on. Let's John continue because we'll get, we'll get a lot more. Not so good a game. Dalvin Cook runs a whole bunch. He catches the ball a whole bunch. But yet, Justin Jefferson still does what he does. How's that possible? I'm not saying that just – I mean, Justin Jefferson's better than A.J. Brown, absolutely. But I don't think it's it was two completely there, different yeah. offenses that you're talking about. I'm just going by your logic. That's all. Right, but you're comparing well, A to – Well, if you're going to use his logic, you would say they're two different offenses because that's the logic. One's a rust-first offense – one is a very balanced offense, and that's the point we're making. The Titans are very much run, 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 run. That is what they do. Yes, the they're going to continue to run Derrick Henry into the ground. And that's what they're going to do. But the tight, excuse me, the Vikings, they are a balanced team. And, Troy, you could probably actually speak to this very well. They're not always going to be run first. They're, I mean, most teams are run first on first down, but after that – they're like most other teams where it's kind of a balance as opposed to the Titans are very much keep on running. And Troy, I want to throw it to you because you can give us better insight on how Minnesota plays on offense. Cause that's, I mean, that's, that's all you, man. That's, that's, uh, you know, that's your realm. Oh, we lost Troy. What happened? His connection may have cut out. I'm not sure. I don't know. Wow. Maybe he I, said, Maybe I he was so disappointed at John's argument that he decided to go away. He'll be right back. I'm oh, sure. Oh, there he is. oh, he's loading in. All right. So, because I do want to hear what he has to say on this. Troy, you there? There we go. Yeah, I'm here. Here we go again. Sorry about that. Take no, it's all good. Here. Uh, yeah. And the Vikings so, yeah, in the past, they've been a, pretty much the uh, balanced offense. But uh, Kevin O'Connell, new coach of the Vikings, uh, I think he's going to be passing more. Uh, Delvin Cook has been hurt quite a bit in the last couple of years. Uh, they also have Alexander Madison, and they drafted another guy. But um, I think they're going to be throwing a lot more this year. So uh, probably a little less Delvin Cook, and hopefully that will uh, help him out as far as uh, his career and extending uh, you know, that and have a pretty good season. But, yeah, Kevin O'Connell seems to be, uh, you know, of course he came from the Rams. So I think they're going to be throwing a lot more this year. And Thank for you, you very much. for those Point that proven. say – that the Vikings are a balanced offense. I mean, Dalvin Cook was fifth in the league in rushing attempts, so that's right. a lot of rushing attempts. Right, but hold on. 
That, I mean, it's not on. like this guy's like 15th in rushing John, attempts. He's top John, five in John, hold carrying on. the ball. Hold on, John. Troy said something very important, which is all I wanted him to say to prove what I was trying to tell you. They are a balanced offense. That's all I was saying. They are very much a balanced offense. They pass and rush the ball a lot. They don't do one more than the other necessarily, where it's always this or always that. That was the point. So to your argument, A.J. Brown was on a team that was very much rush, 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 rush. Run the ball all the time. As opposed to Dalvin Cook and Justin Jefferson are a team of balance. So what did he do once Derrick Henry wasn't playing? I I don't know, John. I don't have his stats on him. I don't know. Keep it going. Hold on. Because I don't have the stats on him. Do you have the answer? He didn't do anything. That's my point. Well, this guy hasn't done anything. John, you just yeah, said they took away their main source of offense, and they realized the key on the, the better wide receiver on the field. John, you're making yourself sound bad. Somebody How am I making him. myself sound mute bad? Whenever mute you... him. Somebody mute him. Whenever you... you. Oh, no, he's still talking. I got it. Thank you. John, if you lose your best player, you know the key on the next best player. Fair point. He's got a pretty good point. Wow. <laughs> anyway, all right. I think we need to move on. Uh, James, if you want to stay on, you're welcome to stay. We're not going to kick you off by any means ever. You know that. Uh, but, JB, I think there was one or two things you wanted to talk about that you were chopping at the bit, and we got about uh, 10 minutes here. So, JB, what do you want to talk about next, sir? All right. Let's talk about Sunday. Throw, throw up that video. All right. I got you. Well, you introduce it, and I'll pull it up. Give me while, while I pull it up, you can. So we got the latest it. UFC video coming up from Sunday. UFC was out at Anaheim. They brought in guys from Seattle and from you know Anaheim that that got into the greatest UFC brawl in, in years. Oh wait, this was Major League Baseball. I'm sorry, I was a little confused. But you know, this was probably the best brawl I've seen in this was funny. ages. This was. You don't see this happen often. I'm not complaining. Uh, but it was definitely uh, it was interesting. I haven't seen this one in a while. Uh, give me one sec. All right. So here you go. Seattle versus L.A. And, uh, yeah, I guess you could say they don't really like each other very much. And I think they still have to play like ten more times after this. So Oh, they're, they're not done. You know. Yeah, so. I mean, it was that, a pretty pedestrian play. I mean, this is what caused the whole thing from a previous game. Right. I'm sure, you know, when someone throws at Mike Trout, you know, you're not going to be a very I get it. thing. You know. I get it. But, and then you uh, saw, you know, guys on Seattle were throwing sunflower seeds on the field. Unprofessional. Water buckets. Oh, it was great. Come on. In baseball, you got to oh, have those once in a while. I mean, I enjoyed it. Don't get me wrong. But it was still unprofessional. I so, think it was part of the game. Go ahead, John. Actually, what's not part of the game is the manager for the Angels, interim manager for the Angels, started the starting pitcher. He started on purpose with the intent to throw. The yeah. only reason he started that guy was he told that guy, I want you to throw it there, guys. That's the only reason he started him. So and that's not is, professional to start a guy just so that guy where? can hit other guys. That's stupid. This is documented where? 
So this is what yeah, I heard he on pulled, CBS he pulled Sports Radio yesterday. To uh, put this guy in last minute. Yep. Okay. But that was the just, only reason he started him to hit. Just to guys. throw it. Yep. To throw at people. Yep. I don't know. Manager for the well, he knew he was probably going to get ejected. Yeah, I don't know. And, and either way, that that's kind of the behind the the unwritten rules of baseball. You throw up my guy, I'm going to throw at your guy. You know, as long as you're not throwing at the head. I, I got I no problem with it. Stupid! I, I hate the, I hate the unwritten rules of baseball. I just think they're stupid. Do you? And you're a baseball guy, and you hate the unwritten rules of baseball. I think they're stupid. I mean, you end up getting guys hurt by a, a guy broke his elbow for the Angels in that brawl. Yeah, he's out for he's out for at least a month because of this. I mean. Hit. Because his own manager started a guy to throw at a guy, and then ended up being a brawl. And his and his pitcher, his guy out of the bullpen, broke his elbow. Like, that's stupid. Yeah, well, here's your sign. The whole situation. It's it's congratulations. It's you're a losing team, Angels. Like you're uh, the manager. You're a loser. <laughs> like that's that's loser. But, but it was enter- it was entertaining because when you're an Angel fan, you don't have much to be entertained with, John. What? Congratulations, Mike Trout, Mike Trout won't make the playoffs again. Uh huh. And Shohei Otani, you have Otani and Mike Trout, and you're just a bumbling mess. Uh huh. The whole that, thing—that's no a mess. different. It's disgrace. I mean, look. John, here's here's what if, I'll say. I got one second, Jake. If you pull yeah. ten people, random people, not anybody here, on the street that are baseball fans, not like us, not that are involved as much as we are, how many of them you think could point out? Otani or Trout? Every single one. I doubt it. You asked, I answered. As usual, you're wrong. Next, Gadget. No, I was just going to say, I mean, the only, I guess, positive to all of this, and I put quotes around that, it's not really positive, but, you know, the, the, the public relations person in me is trying to put a positive spin on it. The only, I guess, positive for baseball and all of this brings a lot of attention. It's all over the news, and baseball is a terrible job at marketing their stars and they're not marketing their stars with this but they're bringing attention to their sport and again it's not something i should be proud of you shouldn't be happy about it but i guess at the end of the day it's your name in the news i mean you know again not a positive but if you're trying to pull positives that's probably the the most positive thing from this is that baseball gets their name out there but i mean it's a bad look, nonetheless. So, James, you were you in favor of the Phillies throwing back when Bryce Harper got hit? No, I mean, I, just, I, I don't think play. it's I don't think it's that big of a deal. Stuff like right. that happens in baseball all the time. When you know people yeah. are trying to hit players, so as far as you know, guys being upset about it and trying to fight back, you know, that's going to happen. They're going to always stick up for their teammates, so. I'm not going to fold him for that, but I'm also not going to make, you know, a big deal about it. It is what it is. It's, it's always going to happen in baseball. Right. It can't, it's not something that can really be stopped. Right. So, John, what would you rather have on your team? Would you rather have a Mike Piazza who had a bat curled out of us who was running towards first base and did it, the Mets did absolutely nothing? Or, you know, what happened in the Angels-Seattle game? Which team would you rather play for or root for? I, I would rather the Mets thing. So you'd rather have someone hurl something at you that could kill you for absolutely no reason where when you're at bat, they have to throw a pitch. The only way the game can be played. There is never a reason to throw a bat at somebody. 
No, there's not, but you're not the police. You're not the commissioner. You're not the ones that are the ones that hand down the suspensions so, and all that I stuff. Think like, nothing, nothing I think nothing to both, defend your teammates. I think both cases are wrong. I think you should defend your teammates, but the way they did it was wrong by intentionally throwing pitches at the other team. That's wrong, but I think you should always defend your teammates. And then the Mike Piazza thing is just wrong in so many levels, but not defending your teammate. I don't like that. Yeah, I don't agree with throwing a bat at somebody. Yeah, you know what I mean. I'm not going to agree with either. Same time, but reacting to it, I mean, you're no better if you react to it. So you got. You're going to say you're a professional. You so you let somebody get a pass for throwing a bat at you? Not let. No, you are. It's not your place. I would put. I would JB. I'd combine the two. I would take what the response was in this Mariners Angels games where there's a fight. That's what should be the response if anything. Fine. But throwing balls intentionally at somebody, you know, trying to harm them is wrong. And just like throwing a bat at somebody intentionally harm them is wrong. Neither of them are right. The response to that a fight is caused, I don't like it, but it's normal. I would defend my teammate. I get it. But intentionally trying to hurt somebody else in that manner is just ridiculous. That's just that's not right. I, I want to pull everyone here. Throwing a bat at somebody, are you going to charge the guy and kill him? I mean, I wouldn't. I'm never gonna try to kill someone, especially. I might, like, oh, no, no, no. I might try to beat them up. No, if, if they throw a bat at me, no, it, it's on. It, it, they're done. They, I, I mean, obviously, you them, won't. But... You won't get to kill them because somebody's gonna intervene. But I ain't stopping because I'm gonna see blood. Because if that bat would have hit me, what happens if that bat hit me in the head? Because there's no way you're gonna tell me that that wasn't the intent was to hit him with the bat. That's you're not wrong. So I'm going after him. Someone's going to pull me off him because there's, you know, 60 guys running into the middle of the field if that happens. So you're not going to have a chance. But, JB, you know, you're going to want This is guy right here. <laughs> this is what you want to hear. Denzel is the guy that runs around the bases with the bands. Like, come at me, man. Like, <laughs> he will hold the bat and run around the entire base path. Like, yeah, try and get me out. I dare you. See what happens. No. What about you, Troy? What are, what are you doing when they throw the bat at Oh, yeah. I'm definitely uh, charging the mound if I'm getting a bat. Hey. <laughs> and that's I, – we, I think we all agree. We'd, we'd charge the mound. I'm a professional. Kill I would not. That's just me. I'm a professional. I wouldn't. So you're saying you would just stand there and take it, John? It's not taking it. It's called being a professional. <laughs> you're a mentor. No, no, no. no. You're no. a – no. You would stand there and take it. JB, listen to me. You're a role model for kids. You're not supposed to be JB, listen. Yes. Here's what we do. It's cool. Here's what we do. We'll go to John's. That's house. a weird way of saying I would just stand there and take it. We'll, we'll, we'll put John outside. We're gonna bring him to a baseball field and we're gonna I'm throw a, a bat at his head. And we're gonna see what John does to the two of us. Because even though we are both bigger than John, it doesn't Please mean do. that he won't try to hurt us. Apparently, he says he won't. I, I'm not. I want to see I'm what John paid. does when someone throws a bat at him. I'm not in the World Series. Listen, and I'm not advocating for fighting. And no. I, I believe me, I'm not saying fighting is good. But defending yourself is important in life. And when I someone agree. hurls an object at you that could kill you, and there's bad blood before that, you might want to say part, something. You know, sometimes, and if it's not you, one of your 20 something teammates, you know. Do anything. So you, so you literally agree with anything. Bill Nevin starting the pitcher. No, we intentionally throw it, guys. I disagree with that. That calls that. Then your own pitcher breaks his elbow in the fight. How's that? 
Listen, I'm okay with throwing at people if you throw to the lower half of the body. I have no issue with that. Once you start throwing high, I still disagree with that. But I, I don't like no. You can throw low. Start a fight. Don't leg. try to hurt somebody like that. That's wrong, in my opinion. And, and you shouldn't try and hit them. You should throw inside, make them move. Because first of all, that's important to baseball. You got to make people uncomfortable. Hitting, if it's low, I can deal with. But you've got to be able to throw inside. All right, we are just out of time, basically. So if you want to go around, we'll start with uh, James. James, just tell everybody where they can find you. Oh, we lost Troy. Well, I'll take care of Troy if he doesn't come back. James, tell everybody where they can find you. And first, host, actually, host, first of all, thank you for coming uh, on, sir. No, I'm glad I could be on here and put John in his place. And if you guys <laughs> if you guys ever need any help, um, I'm happy to assist. But uh, I am the host of The Gauntlet, and we're having Cancun edition on the gone with this week where we're going to be talking about when our teams got sent to Cancun losing in the playoffs. So it's going to be painful, but it's also going to be a lot of fun. So you guys can see us live. We're on YouTube at 7 PM Eastern. Awesome. All right, Troy, where can everybody find you? Just give them a little, a uh, little something about you guys. Uh, new show, Gary Stein and Steven show. Uh, it's gonna, every, every Monday have a new episode. Uh, next week we have former Detroit, Oh, we lost him again. Oh, he was talking about the Lions, so I assume (laughs) that's what cut him off. He's got that Nelson Aguilar uh, reception. Uh, Let's let's get him back real quick. All right, Troy, you were talking about the Lions. Sorry, yeah, next uh, next week we have former Detroit uh, Lions quarterback Scott Mitchell was going to join us. Awesome. Gentlemen, we are, like, cutting it, so I will take care of You know where to find me. I I got you. I got you. You guys Up somewhere. JB at JB Unfortunately, at JB I know where I can find program. you. John. John is at Bluehawks13. I'm at Jake underscore Malik. Sideline Sports is on Instagram and Twitter at Sideline Sport One. YouTube and Facebook look up just Sideline Sports. Uh, we are on DBTV, uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, TikTok, Spotify, absolutely everywhere. Everybody, thank you for joining us, and we will see you next time. Welcome to Transforming 45, the podcast that celebrates the incredible power of passionate voices. I'm your host, Lisa Boat. Join me in conversation with heart-led humans who share their deeply personal stories of transformation. Transforming 45 is here to uplift, connect, and remind you that it's never too late to write your next chapter. So get ready to be inspired, empowered, and transformed. Join me in this community where through powerful storytelling, we heal and reclaim our inherent magic. Electric acid. Are you passionate about saving the planet for future generations? Do you want to learn how to do it? If yes, then you need to tune in to the Nature Back podcast. It's a talk show covering the changing world around us. From renewable energy, sustainable agriculture, circular economy, to ESG and social innovation. Don't miss this opportunity to discover how you can join the movement and make a difference. Subscribe to the Nature Pack podcast today on your favorite platform and get ready to be amazed.